Have you ever noticed how there are different seasons in your life? If you look back, you can see those seasons where things were flourishing and there was a good harvest. Or maybe there was a time where it felt like the ground was very tough and frozen and you had to dig very hard to plant anything. Maybe it felt like everything was going wrong or you lost someone special. In my experience, you cannot have one season without the other. The things that you learn in the tough seasons shape and mold you for the easier seasons. But in every season of life, God is with us, helping us, leading us, watching over us, and keeping us. It's always good to take time to stop and take stock of where we are in life. It helps us to gain perspective, and I have found that it grows my faith for the future. I think we can all agree that the past three years in Hong Kong have been challenging. But through it all, God has been faithful. Amen? Amen. Perhaps you remember last year when Pastor Promise preached about Caleb following God wholeheartedly. If you haven't heard that, I recommend that you listen to it. God asked me if I would follow him wholeheartedly to Portugal. My husband, Graham, and I had been talking about where we would go in the future, and I was thinking 20 years' time. <laughs> but God moved the timetable forward, and we will be relocating very soon. As I reflect over our time in Hong Kong and at the Vine, I can see how God has been working faithfully for our good. He has always guided us gently and has often given us time to prepare, but not always. He has given me different assignments for different seasons. You may not have heard this language of God giving you an assignment before. It's simply what God is asking you to do for a season in your life. My prayer for our time together today is that you will have your assignment confirmed, or if you didn't know what an assignment was before, you will discover what God's assignment for you is. As Pastor Jess was saying last week, our vocation is an all of life calling, and not just about our careers or our profession. In the same way, God's assignment for you is for all areas of your life, your work, your rest, your family, and when you have time to play. It's amazing to see how God works in every area of our lives and how he is the one helper we can rely on. Moving to Portugal is a very difficult step for me. 
And to be honest, I am struggling to be obedient. But as Emma says, obedience is God's love language. I have been sitting in Psalm 121 since the fast finished in January, and my constant prayer has been, help me, Lord, because he is our helper. By sitting in Psalm 121, I mean that I have been reading it, praying it through, journaling about it, pondering about it, and allowing it to soak deep into my soul. It has been a source of strength and comfort for me. So let's take a look at Psalm 121 together. A song of ascents. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Amen. Let's unpack the poem together. Psalm 121 was written in the time when Israel was in exile in Babylon. There was a long distance and a desert between where they were in Babylon and to Jerusalem, and a mountain range separated the two lands. Let's imagine that we're on the journey together and think about how the different parts of the psalm would apply. I lift up my eyes to the hills was a reference to the mountain range between Babylon and Jerusalem, and the idea that Jerusalem sat just over the other side of the hill. The city was out of sight, but not out of mind. Where does my help come from? Echoes the need that they have for help, because they're in captivity in Babylon and want to be released to go back to Jerusalem. But it is also a statement that help won't come from war, from Israel fighting or taking up arms. The help to get back to Jerusalem can only come from God, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip is a reference to the hard journey of hiking over the mountain range back to Jerusalem a treacherous journey where they could easily slip and fall. The shade at your right hand was important because the right hand was the part of the body used for holding a sword, and in the left, they held a shield. 
What the poem is saying is that God protects his people, shading them on the right side so they can be most effective in life. God shades us and protects us so we can move forward and face whatever circumstances come towards us. Finally, the poem is a song of ascent. It is the second psalm in the 15 songs of ascent, which means that it was eventually used in the religious festivals in Jerusalem in the second temple period after Israel returned from exile, just as God said. It was especially sung as pilgrims were walking up the hill of Mount Zion towards the temple, which stood on the hill. I have heard the songs of ascent referred to as pilgrim songs. I like that imagery because we are all on a journey together, which is why our community is so important. I've been struck recently by how active God is in this psalm. We can see that he helps us in verse 2. He watches over us in verses 3 to 5 and 7 to 8. And he keeps us safe in verse 7. Knowing that God is so active has been very encouraging to me over the past few months when things have been very uncertain as we've moved towards moving to Portugal. As we often sing, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Let me tell you about our journey to Hong Kong, how I discovered my assignments, and the ways that God has been faithful whilst we've been here in Asia. God gave me my first assignment when I was 12. I read Jackie Pullinger's book, Chasing the Dragon. Maybe some of you have read it. To be honest, it terrified me. God told me then that I would serve him in Hong Kong, and I was very worried about that, because I did not like the idea of working with scary drug addicts, even if Holy Spirit was involved. So I forgot all about it. It was only after we'd moved to Hong Kong and Jackie came to preach at the Vine that I remembered what God had said to me when I was 12. Even though I had forgotten, God had not, and I have served him in Hong Kong. The next assignment that I remember was in June 2006 when Graham and I were living in England. I was a teacher at the time and was very involved with my church. Graham was asked to move to Hong Kong by his company. In the August, I felt that God had confirmed that he was calling us to Hong Kong in many ways, one of them being that there was a typo in my teaching contract. So instead of needing to give one year's notice, I only needed to give one term's notice, and that felt huge at the time. I resigned from my teaching job in August, but then we did not hear any details about Hong Kong in September, or October, or November. And then in the middle of December, 
we were told that we needed to be in Hong Kong on the 4th of January. If God hadn't confirmed the assignment and told us to prepare, we had not have been able to move and arrive in Hong Kong on time. God truly was our helper, as it says in verse one, as we worked through all of the things that were necessary to move continents. Two months later, I slipped my L5-S1 disc in my back and it herniated and it caused nerve damage in my right leg. So I now walk on a leg that my brain tells me is not there. And that has been really helpful for me not to believe everything I think because we know that our minds and our thoughts can sometimes lead us astray, don't we? While I was learning to walk with a stick, I was aware that my next assignment was to get more involved at the Vine. But I didn't know how or when. I'd been taught by my pastor, Rob, in England, not to move until God said. So I was trying to wait patiently for God to tell me to move. Two months later in May, a publicity postcard from G.O.D., Goods of Desire, was pushed under the door of our apartment, which I now know is very rare in Hong Kong. The postcard said, delay no more. Now I understand that in Cantonese, <laughs> there is another meaning. <laughs> but at that time, I took that to be a signpost to contact the Vine. So I sent an email. I started volunteering in the office the next day. And I now know that God can use many and varied things to help us to discover an assignment. During that summer, I was asked to help with some of our refugees and asylum seekers, who numbered about 30 at the time. It has been amazing to see how God has grown that community to become road and arise. Many of our brothers and sisters in this community have amazing stories of God's faithfulness. And I really encourage you to get to know them and hear some of their stories. It will encourage you. Shortly after this, I met Marina, who we said goodbye to last year. And I got to know some of our Filipina sisters. It has been a huge privilege to serve and learn so much from our Filipino community our brothers and sisters there, whom we now call Philcom. They know how important it is to pray and that God answers our prayers in many and varied ways. In 2010, I had an ectopic pregnancy which caused very serious medical complications and it took me about a year to recover from it. I know that during that time, God was watching me and I know that he did not slumber or sleep during that really difficult time, as it says in verse four. It was during that time that God gave me another assignment to pray and sing. This assignment really helped me to discern what I should say yes to and what I should say no to more easily. 
The next year, the vine moved from Central to Wan Chai, to Vine Center 2, where we are now. I still have a wow moment whenever I enter this building, as I remember what it used to look like and how God changed it from a dilapidated building that was not used very much to the 24-7 ministry space, pandemic excluded, that we have today. Every time I step into this auditorium, I'm reminded about God's faithfulness and that if he says he will do something, he will do it. Over the years, this assignment to pray and sing developed into praying and walking with women and more involvement with the worship team. During this time, I went to New Zealand to attend my friend Sharon's wedding. And the day after, I was sitting in her church minding my own business when halfway through the sermon, her pastor stopped and went, you! He looked directly at me and he said that God had given me a gift of healing and that he would use me to bring healing to many people. Then in 2016, I discerned with my spiritual friend Julie that God was changing my assignment from pray and sing to love God, love people. As I look back, I can see how all my experiences in England and at the Vine to that point were my training grounds for this assignment and my current role at the Vine. God never wastes anything. He has used the gifts he gave me in various ways. He has used my teaching gift in Arise and Philcom and Tribe. She used my healing gift with many people in Hong Kong. He has shown me how loving God and loving people can be inspiring, challenging, frustrating, and a huge privilege. He has also shown me that ASAP stands for something other than as soon as possible. He's shown me that it also stands for always stop and pray. I was expecting to be at the Vine and in Hong Kong for another 20 years, but as you know, that was not God's plan. Our belongings are in a container somewhere between here and Rotterdam. Our visa application has been accepted, but we don't know if we will be given a visa or when we will be able to fly to Portugal. But, as we've seen in the past, God has been faithful, and I know he will be faithful in the future. As Graham and I come to the end of our time in Hong Kong, God has given me a new assignment for Portugal. It is, be a sheep. I do not know what that looks like yet, but God knows me well, and I think he is encouraging me not to jump in straight away in a new church, but to rest and spend time with the shepherd first. 
I expect that I will spend time sitting in Psalm 23 when we go to Portugal later. You may be asking, how do I discern an assignment? When you are discerning an assignment, remember, only you can be you. God has created you for a purpose. He will lead you to where your specific gifts, talents, and character will help him to work his purposes out. Spend time with God in prayer and ask him to show you what your assignment is. Then check you have heard God right by talking to your spiritual friend or your community group. Another way is what I call God incidences. It's my play on the word coincidence. And it means chance or luck. But I don't believe in those. I believe that God is at work in my life and your life. And he can arrange for things to happen. Remember the postcard under our apartment door? Another way is what I call the rule of three. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm a little slow to work out that God's talking to me. But he is so kind. He often says something three or more, if I need it, times in different ways. Perhaps the first way is in my daily devotion. Then perhaps someone might mention the same thing in a conversation I'm having. And then maybe the preacher, usually our wonderful senior pastor, Andrew, will mention the same thing in a sermon. By that point, I usually realize God is drawing my attention to something. Then we have plus, minus, and interesting. This is when I'm trying to make a decision about something. I have three boxes in my head. Again, I'm on the lookout for ways that God might be speaking. He may use something a friend says, sermons, daily devotions, something we discuss in community group, a song on the radio, a billboard on an advert. God speaks in myriad ways. If it is something that seems to confirm that I should be doing that thing, I put it in the plus box in my head. Then if I notice something that seems to confirm that I shouldn't be doing something, I put it in the minus box in my head. But then sometimes something happens and it just doesn't fit neatly into the plus or the minus. So that's when it goes in the interesting box and I discern with my spiritual friend, Julie, what that could mean. And then finally, we have when you just know in your knower. 
As we grow closer to God, Holy Spirit becomes a larger part in our lives. And we are able to discern how to think or speak or act in different situations. And we often act differently than we would have done before. You may meet someone and you just know that God wants you to help them or encourage them or something else. When you know something in your knower, you have peace that is the right thing to do. But at that moment, you may not know how to do it. I'm sorry that this is not a more concrete action point, but I really encourage you to spend time developing your knower. When you discover your assignment, ask God what he wants you to be doing. Remember to love people and ask yourself and God how you can love people well in each situation that you are faced with. That might be like saying something encouraging instead of criticizing someone or taking a subordinate out for lunch or coffee and asking them how they're doing or making a new friend in our congregation, possibly even the person that you're sitting next to right now. As we've been journeying together this morning, have you been sensing what your assignment is? God will have one for you, whatever stage of life you are in. Let's just take some time to reflect. If you already have an assignment, you might like to spend some time with God and review how your assignment is going. If it is going well, praise God. But if there are areas of struggle, and there usually are, ask the helper of Psalm 121 to help you. If you don't have an assignment yet, I encourage you to ask God for one. Remember that it will be tailor-made for you, your gifts, your talents, and your character, because only you can be you. And do you have a spiritual friend who could help you to sense and discern the signposts and the assignments in your life? If you don't know what a spiritual friend is, you can follow this link to find out more. You can also ask God to show you who you could ask. That's how I found my spiritual friend, Julie. I'd love it if we could pray together with each other about this. Shall we stand together to pray? Loving God, thank you that you have an assignment for each one of us. Thank you that you help us with it. You watch over us. You keep us. 
Help us to know in our knowers what it is you are asking us to do. And help us to know that whatever you ask us to do, you will give us everything that we need to do it. Lord, I pray especially for any one of us who don't feel that we're worthy or good enough for an assignment from you. Help us to know that as your child, we are worthy because you love us and you want us to become more and more as you created us to be. Help us to love you, God. Help us to love each other and grow in you. In Jesus' name I pray.